Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? All right, folks. Hello, and welcome back. Hello. We To uh, another episode of Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. Okay. We'll make it work. I've been able to, um... I've been able to make it work in post. They sound pretty good. Yeah, and that laugh you're hearing is our is today's special special guest. Special um, special. You know her. She is double special. You may know her from IO's. Uh, remind me the name of your troupe again. I'm sorry. I, I just totally blanked on it. I probably should have come more prepared to this. Um, we were called first beat. Um. Io no longer is exists because of the pandemic. <laughs> but oh, cool, cool. That's okay. Well, you know, we're off to a great start great on this start. episode. That bitch closed. Um, yeah. Let me know if you want me to cut anything that I, a in general, and b that I might fuck up on. <laughs> That's right. fine. That's fine. No, I I am still technically on a team called First Beat. We are just in deep hibernation right now. Let's just say that. You, Who is it? You know her from First Beat's Deep Hibernation. <laughs> and you know her from Podcats, a podcast about cats, the musical, not the animal. Please welcome one of our favorite people, Miss Jenna Kate Monasoff. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. This is truly my dream. <laughs> And one, Jenna Kate is here for a very special reason, Mm -hmm. um, because there's no one else we could have on this episode, because we are here to discuss season one, episode five of Glee, The Roads Not Taken. I tried to say it funny so you could see that Roads was spelled with an H. Roads. You did that perfectly. Um, It originally aired September 30th in 2009, so now, Ian, after your birthday. Four days after my birthday, I'm officially um, a grown-ass adult in the eyes of the, uh, the law. I was going to say the eyes of the Lord, but no. Me too. No, that already <laughs> happened. <laughs> That's true, yeah. That happened five years prior. So we're here to discuss an iconic episode of Glee. This is actually one that I've seen, and I know that because this one guest stars none other than Kristen Chenoweth, stage and screen darling... Um, OG Glinda in the Wicked yep. Broadway musical. <laughs> the Wicked. Um, <laughs> the Wicked. Um. <laughs> so, Jenna, as the world's foremost Christian Chen with expert, I have to assume, um, this is why we brought you on to discuss. <laughs> yes, Honestly, um, Jenna Kate. <laughs> yeah, you're right, I am. <laughs> Jenna Kate is going to be our regular Kristen Chenoweth correspondent, so this will be the first time you hear from her, but no. bet your bottom dollar this won't be the last. I'm truly honored. I think the title of Kristen Chenoweth correspondent is something I've been training for for the past 20 years of my life. You woke up one day and said, this, will, this is me now. <laughs> I chose this. <laughs> your mom's going to be so proud. My mom is going to say, what's a podcast? <laughs> well, buckle up, Wendy. <laughs> buckle up, Wendy. Um... So, first off, let's this thing. I think this is the. F- I can't tell because I watch it on Netflix and I often watch them kind of in a row. But I mm-hmm. think this is the first. This is here's what you missed on Glee. That was my first note too. Was this is the first recap that we're seeing? Oh. Interesting. Well, last episode was when all the plot happened because that's when the mm-hmm. pregnancy bomb happened and mm-hmm. we had to be caught up. Mm-hmm. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think, if I'm remembering correctly, it's one of, like, the writers who's doing that voice. I think it's Ian Brennan who's just, like, rattling off that. It's not a voice actor. Oh. It's Interesting. just one of the writers. I assumed it was Will, uh, Matthew Morrison, Mm-mm. or Finn. So what you're saying is all boys sound the same to you. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Ugly <Fair>. boys. <laughs> exactly. And so we open up and, well, 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 look what's playing again. (laughs) I thought of you the second I saw it because, like, you told me to get ready and I wasn't ready. Here it is. We have to listen to Don't Stop Believing again already. And my my note here is just autotune dot 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 because, like, just the autotune on this is, like, it's at 11. Mm -hmm. Like, just from here on out, it appears. It's like they took everyone singing in harmony and said, no, 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 and put them all on the same line. <laughs> yep. So they make a lot of comments here about Diana Agron's voice being, like, thin. Is that true? Um, I mean, like, in comparison to, like, Leah Michelle, Kristen Chenoweth, like, that's that's hard competition. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know about Thin, but I quite like her voice. I thought it sounded lovely, and then all everyone in the choir yeah. room is like, we can't, she will never win without Rachel's voice doing this. I'm like, rude. Right. Big ol' side note, I found out today that she's also a member of the tribe, so um, <gasps> nothing but respect. Oh, yeah, like, wow. I, her Instagram just came up in my feed, and, um, like, then I looked because I'm like, oh, I do a podcast about Glee, and I was scrolling through... And like there she is, throwback to her bat mitzvah. Oh, so, what was her wait? God. What was her bat mitzvah theme? I don't know. It was just her at the Torah. Jew. Darn. We have to Jew. figure out what her theme was. Exactly. Um, uh, Diana Agron, I know you're listening. Please tweet at <laughs> us and tell us what your bat mitzvah theme was. Took the words out of my mouth. I hope it was um, dancing with Diana. Yes. Ooh. Ooh, that would be good. But this scene has a lot. There's just a lot going on over here. Um, like okay, well. The elephant in the room is Kurt's sexuality? Mm. Already off to a wild start. Yeah. <laughs> um, Finn, uh, or Quinn, is pregnant, has to vom, so that sets off this whole discussion. And then uh, Will is like, oh no, guys, it's fine. We'll just layer Mercedes over Quinn. Which, what the fuck? And Tina, excuse you. Uh-huh. Oh, Yeah, Tina. sorry, my bad. Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't, just put Mercedes. This is like the end of my notes, but why didn't they just put Mercedes on lead vocals for every single song if they wanted to win? Like, right, right, just, right. She would slay every single track they do. Exactly. I that think, I can't figure out. Do you think it's just uh, racism? Like Loki. Yeah. It's probably racism, right? And it's not <laughs> yeah. like maybe their own racism, which is probably there. But there's like maybe if you want to give Will Schuster credit, which we shouldn't, but he could be <laughs> like, oh man. Those Ohio judges are pretty racist, which probably because like they probably in their minds and I have this note for like the next episode how like Finn is like the male lead, but it's like you can't be the male lead of Glee Club because it's not a musical. There, There's probably like that typecasting traditional trope of like your all American looking couple and that is two old white kids. Two white kids. I mean, and... Karina, that is quite apropos because yes, Leah Michelle is no longer in the Glee Club because she is Sally Bowles in their school's production of Cabaret. Cabaret. This was very um, unsettling for me. Uh, as everybody in the world knows, Ian and I were in a production of Cabaret together, um, and God. I made it to callbacks for Sally Bowles. I was not cast as Sally Bowles, not and this made me upset. <laughs> 
I was definitely wondering just on a scale of like one to a thousand how triggered you were. Yeah, what's so the I'm level? sorry that I'm sorry that we had to put you through this, but you, you do it for Kristen. So I do it for um, Kristen. To rewind back to our choir scene, um, Finn like I. So this is another just reason for me to drag Will Schuster and Finn is like he comes up and stage whispers to, um. God, Will Schuster. Stays with him and is like, isn't all this dancing bad for the baby? <laughs> First of all, the dancing that they're doing is like Will Schuster's shoulder forward leg back move. That's yep. not moving the baby at all. Um, yep. And Will yeah, seems the baby's to be like, fine. Will mm-hmm. seems to be like, you're right, I should be concerned about this. And I'm like, no. Also, like, if you're trying to keep a secret, you're doing a bad job. <laughs> That's, I mean, you pointed it out last time, Karina, and, like, now I can't unsee, like, every secret that's shared in a busy fucking hallway. They're like, let's go into the hallway to talk. And then we go to Will and his wife, Will and Terry? Yeah, they are in a, I don't know, like, a TGI Fridays kind of thing. Okay, because my yeah, next um... note is just mongoloids, so <gasps> clearly. Yeah, that, ooh, ooh. I went, oh, no! <laughs> I mean, yikes, 2009. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah they're in, like, a Bennington's. Okay, oh, she's boy. eating all the pie. That pie yeah. looked nasty. Yeah, so Will is like, why aren't you having morning sickness? And it's because she doesn't have a real baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's we all been knowing. Um, yeah, she says, if you're not having a mor- morning sickness, if you have morning sickness, it's a good sign your baby's not a mongoloid, which I was like, this is, I hate. I'm so uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. check off. The first mark on the uncomfortable meter, it is already starting to tick up. Um, um, and then we see the waiter, yeah. who was Will Schuster's uh, student five years ago. He has since moved to the rival high school, and they keep on failing him so that he can stay in vocal adrenaline. He's, He's now 24, a waiter, and um, is the star of vocal adrenaline. And in all caps, I have, Will has an idea! Oh no. Um... Also, do you think Terry was eating all that pie to try to be like, I'm having pregnancy cravings? Is this to keep up the ruse of the pregnancy, or does she just love pie enough to eat four slices of pie? I thought it was... I think both. Both, and then also because it probably would help if she put weight on. Yeah. Mm. Even though she's wearing that terrifying pregnancy belly. Yeah, it's That's awful. burned in right. my mind. Ooh. <laughs> also, Will is continually proving to be just a little gossipy bitch. Mm-hmm. I have that note too, just sort of throughout like these next few episodes. Like, he's a gossip. Will is kind of they're returning Will kind of back to that extortionist mm-hmm. that he was in the pilot mm-hmm. um, when he planted weed in Cory Monteith's locker to force him to join Glee Club. Right, teacher of the year. Teacher of the year. Yikes! Everyone loves him. I forgot about that. So this gives Will an idea, but before we get to the idea, we see. Finn and Emma in Emma's office, and I actually started taking notes on this, Karina, because you mentioned it a little while back. Um, the pamphlets the that we see this time, <gasps> oh. Radon, the Silent Killer. A classic. Mm-hmm. Classic banger. And also, wow, there's hair down there. <laughs> that one made me laugh. <laughs> yep. It reminded me of the Bob's Burgers joke of, like, how many hairs up there? So. Oh, God, I love... That's my favorite Bob's Burgers episode of all time, by the way. That's another podcast, Hell yeah. Hell anyway. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so yeah, he Finn's like, first of all, how do you know, how are you implying that you know about my girlfriend's pregnancy? And it, once again, it boils down to Will being a gossip. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's trying to basically be like, you're, you're shit at football. 
but you're not shit at singing. So That's confusing to me, the scholarship thing. Agreed. I had that note as well. Okay, so I don't know anything about this, because not my purview, but, like, music scholarships for being good at Glee... a thing? I... not to my... Not to my knowledge, is there a... Sc- I mean, like, could you go to school for music performance? Yes. Could you potentially get, like, a music-based scholarship? Sure. But could you get specifically, like, a show choir scholarship? Maybe. But is that more common than, like, going to school for football? I, I don't... I, that's what I'm wondering. Because, like, if you're a music major or whatever, I could see you getting a talent-based scholarship the way you would get a sports talent-based scholarship. Mm -hmm. But I also have the question of, like, are sports scholarships really less common than music scholarships? I honestly just don't know. If you're playing shitty football in a shitty football team, like, I feel like, okay, first of all, the largest grain of salt, I have no idea how football scholarships work. But based Mm -hmm, on my knowledge, is, like, known football schools get recruiters at their games and recruiters see the football players and then that's how they like try to get them to their college so presumably if you play on a shitty football team that doesn't win why would a recruiter come to your school without Mm -hmm. the intervention of your coach i guess and this coach certainly isn't intervening Mm -hmm. um i don't even know if he knows what that means so like finn's chances of getting a football scholarship would seem like they'd be all on him with having drive, and it doesn't seem like he has a, a lot of knowledge on how to do that. But, like, yeah. there's not... Is there recruiters... Is there recruiters showing up at show choir competitions? I don't Maybe know. Maybe at invitationals or sectionals uh, or nationals or... I Yeah, and I mean, even if, like, someone were to show up at something like that, it would be more like an agent as opposed yeah. to someone with, like, a scholarship. Like, they're not, like, right. trying to get you to go to college. They're trying to get you to work. Um, exactly. So I thought that was odd. It is weird. I thought, like, this this dum-dum, like, let him try to get the best of any scholarship that he could get. Um, you know, Honestly, whether it's football. Probably get a need-based one. Exactly. I'm like, financial aid. What it, <laughs> yeah. Like a, a TAP, Pell Grant, all that stuff. It happens. He's got you options get it. that doesn't rely on Rachel being in Glee Club. Yeah. So You said... Jenna, you said tap, and I'm like, he doesn't tap dance. Come on, and I realized I, I, I caught up to you. He might. Um, he could. He could. We haven't seen it. Emma makes a Jamaican bobsled team joke, which I was yeah, like, that, relevant? Do we still care? That was wild. Yeah. That was so wild. When did they have a Jamaican bobsled team? Oh my god, Ian, you don't know about the Jamaican bobsled team? No, Ian. I don't. That's like just the, history. Yeah, it's like an old reference at this point, which is why I was like, "Have why you is never seen so Cool Runnings?" Yeah. No. Haven't you ever listened to the Lonely Island song Ross Trent, where he mentions a DVD of Cool Runnings? <laughs> I mean, that probably yes. I'm sure I have. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, this isn't a podcast about the Jamaican bobsled team, but go, yet go do some research. Um, when were they in the Olympics or something? Probably it was in 1988, so... Yeah, pre Which is why I was like, this joke is outdated, but now I know that it's just uh, right. going over the heads of some people. But then we get to Leah Michelle, Rachel Berry. Um, heads up, I'm going to refer to them, like, just interchangeably, like, by their actor or character. Um, 
So Rachel Berry is in an interview with uh, <gasps> Ben Israel. Jacob is that his Ben name? Israel. Jacob yeah. Ben Israel. And the dude just fully sexually harasses her. Yes. This is horrifying to watch. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> I was shocked. It's very bad. I have like a list of things that make me uncomfortable. First of all, he uses both the phrase sweater puppies and over the shoulder boulder holder. <laughs> In the same breath. <laughs> um, it's like very much, it's just yucky. It's yucky to try to like, be like, show me your boobs or else you won't get good press. And I feel like that's not something that has gone away. So In mm-hmm. high school. In high school. For um, your high school newspaper. For your high school newspaper. Yeah, it's really gross. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Yeah, I have like, I have four all caps notes in a row that go, what the fuck, dude? This is full sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is happening here? Followed by Sandy wants to do Equus. Yeah, let's turn the sexual harassment around and have the the guy who was filed for um, pedophilia back in school talking about how he's willing to get naked for an interview with a student. Yep. Gross. Nope. And he wants to do Equus. Um, and he wants to do Equus. Yucky. Ugh. Ugh. And then we go right into Finn seducing Rachel, kind of just to, like, lure her back into Glee Club. Okay. Oh, this is sad. <laughs> I found this, like, legitimately yeah. unsettling. Like, yeah. Because Finn has been so, like, consistent in his, like, lovable dumb guy that to see him, like, be able to, like, turn, like, literally turn on this manipulation and this, like, charm, like, honestly terrifying. That was yeah. fucking terrifying. Especially just, I, 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 like, I understand it's a TV show and they want to, you know, hide the stakes, but I'm like, I, I feel like Rachel, if, if, if he had just pleaded to her as a friend, he didn't have to try to be like, yes. I you know, I right. miss you romantically and want you to be here because I'm in love with you. Just be like, no, because you're talented. I feel like if you appeal to her from the talent angle, that would have been yeah. way more, you know, yeah, instead not of profitable, this, like, but you know what I mean? It would have gotten a lot more uh, attention from her than just being like, you know, oh, I was sleep with you. we can't win without you, but also I want to fuck you. And it's like, oh, yeah. this is uncomfortable. That was also very uncomfortable. Like how all of this like was just hinging upon the fact that like she's talented so he could get a scholarship. Yeah. Like that, that didn't sit right That's with me That's the other thing. If he's trying to get a music scholarship, it shouldn't be about the talent as the group. It's not like the scholarship's going to be for the whole Glee Club. Like yeah. in theory, someone's just watching his talent. So I guess you need to be... Okay, there's a lot of mental gymnastics you could go through to get there, but it's dumb. Yeah. Which is the thesis for Glee, so. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. The um e- the evergreen logline. Um, so then we get to Will and Emma. Will's very good idea. Will's very good idea, which is to find his first high school crush, April Rhodes. Goddess. Kristen Chenoweth. Um, finds her quote online because she's online she's on myspace because she's on myspace this gets me um i i do really like that bit where emma's like like the point of like what she was saying to him was and two months later versace was dead don't stop your high school crush right he's like i I was doing a flirtation with my old flame andy and then two months later versace was dead and i was like did i just have a stroke but you know what Watching this now kills me because Darren Chris, who's on Glee later, was yep. in that Versace mm. movie. So it was very Ryan prophetic. Murphy cinematic universe. It's, it's the, like he brought the, up the OJ. 
Yeah, it, it yes. literally, like, when because I had to remember that I'm watching this with the mentality of that this is 2009. Yeah. Um, but when she said that, I was like, oh, that's a funny reference to Darren Chris. And I was like, Darren Chris no. is not even on the show yet. <laughs> like, No, it's not. It's a it's a foreshadowing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they meet up with April Rhodes. And we <sighs> see we see the queen in her light for the first this time. This is the first guest star. Like, this is Glee's mm-hmm. first yeah. guest star. This was their first get. And that's a big get. That's a big get. And that's definitely, like, they definitely knew what they were doing. Like, they... Ryan Murphy definitely knew that he was going to make a show about theater kids for all the theater kids, featuring real Broadway kids, uh, guest starring opposite OG Glinda, singing a duet with OG Venla. Like, I can see the calculation right there. And I, honestly, I respect it. Ryan Murphy really said for the girls and the gays, huh? Like, come on. Yes. Um, before yes. we delve into Kristen Chenoweth, I do want to point out that when Will is walking up to this house, the world's weirdest cover of Blondie's Heart of Glass is playing. Yeah. Um, Which, I miss that. I don't know how I miss that. It's like yeah. a sultry version of Heart of Glass, because I guess, again, we're supposed to find Will sexy. Yuck. Which, the, the other thing that made me, that we just passed over quick, that made me so maybe big sad was when we talk about her myspace but then he says oh she has a website and he says like oh you know hi i miss you i you know i remember you from high school i miss you and then she just gives him a time and i'm like she's a sex worker now yeah yeah and that made me big sad because i did not catch that the first time i just thought wow she's really punctual with appointments and i'm like she takes clients she must it's be a consultant. When he's like, oh, what? And then I'm like, I need to see what this website is. Like, I need to know what this website looks like, that there's like a little, she's online. And then he messages her and she immediately messages him back. <gasps> yeah, because she's a sex worker. I mean, good for her. But like, it's, and far as being like, oh, it was 2009 and I didn't understand that joke. Oh, yeah. oh honey. I mean, oh, honey. But the honey is me. <laughs> <laughs> and then we find out immediately she's a drunk and a squatter. A boxed wine um, queen. Not even just bo- not queen. even like a Boda box, like Franzia. I know. I was like, oh, they yeah. can't show the label, but I know. I know what I know that that's yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> also, very college days of us. And then, like, we discover the house is a, like the house is government owned property because this is like right in the throes of a recession. <gasps> oh. Oh God. Yeah. Two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's mm. also wearing like a denim jumpsuit. I'd wear it. Canadian tuxedo, man. I'd wear she it. She looks good. Yeah. I have a question about April Rhodes. So I was trying to do some math. Mm. Mm. And when they were back in, with her little like folder, they said she graduated or left high school, presumably in her senior year because she was almost done, 15 years ago, meaning that she's 33. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. And I, I watching this with the lens of Kristen Chenoweth trying to be a 33-year-old, obviously, like, oh. almost 50 at this point. Yeah. Um, she looks good, but not that good. Very sad. Yeah. And then, meaning, when, if she was a senior, Will was a freshman, that meaning that Will is only, like, 29? Oh, I'm depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> that made me big sad. <laughs> that just, uh. like... I mean, I, I, my life's not that I mean, much more or less together than Will Schuster's, but... 
Yuck. I mean, like, I did. you did show us, like, a preview of your nose, Jenna, and I saw that, and I was like, could I be running a glee club right now? I mean, In honestly, Lima, Ohio? Ian, you could, Ian. Ian, if you went to Ohio right now, I was like, I'll run the glee club. You would club. run it a lot better I than him. I was in a movie once. They'd be like, sold. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. And they'd be like, here's a picture of me as Lumiere, and they'll be like, yeah, you've done it. They'd be like, oh my god, even better, he gets it. Hashtag ask if it's equity. yeah there's an uncomfortable joke about her having a set of mixed race twins (gasps) yeah what was that i i don't know but i want to know more i want that prequel (laughs) i was like i want to know everything about that i i don't think they even bring that up at all like in just comes in further episodes nope it's just a little float flyaway joke about (sighs) her having mixed race twins which is an uncomfortable sentence and so, therefore, they're going to sober her up, get her underwear, and get her a degree by way of show choir. I mean, who amongst us didn't get their degree in show choir? It was me. I didn't. But we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Jenna, Kate, and I are guilty. Um, so there's an adult in Glee Club. Okay. Because, and because it's okay, because the opposite team has an adult in Glee Club. Several, maybe. Um, mm. Yeah. And so then we get to, like... This is really, like, the first song of the episode, right? Yep. Because April comes in, and they're all like, she's ancient, she's old, and, like, ugh, also, uncomfortable already. beautiful uh, moment where she does finger guns to them, and Puck, the milf lover, does finger guns right back. Oh, man. Yeah, that was set that up for, for some failure there. That was... Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know what it's time for after that? It's time for <gasps> maybe this time in B-flat. In B-flat. And Karina, yes, I did the homework, and um, I mean, Jenna would know um, better than I would, but that song modulates up a half step, correct? Um, I think so. In the second... In the second refrain. Yeah. But yes, um, I know the... Assuming that the song modulates up a half step, then yes, the song is, in fact, in B-flat. Well, then why don't you just say... With the rendition they do. Why don't you just say maybe this time, if you don't... Why do you have to specify... I don't because I don't know. That's what the cool kids do. I don't know. Okay. Um. Also, uh, backtracking just a little bit. Um, Benetton ad. I don't know what. <gasps> oh, apparently, I yeah, I know, know what, what a Benetton ad is. Benetton was like a clothing that. This is like late '80s. This is like before us, which also throws me for timing of like their ages and stuff. But it was just like a clothing right. company, like for the cool kids. Okay. Sure. Apparently was, like, in the zeitgeist that year because I was watching this with my roommate and she was like, that's the second time I've heard, like, <laughs> Benetton in, like, a reference to, like, a 2009's, like, zeitgeist kind of thing. That's actually and funnier so we were... than the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they are doing Maybe This Time and they are cutting back and forth between Leah Michelle and Kristen Chenoweth. Great rendition. They I both sound wonderful. two questions, two music-related qu- questions for the two people who studied music. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. First of all, this is just a yes or no question. Are Leah, Michelle, and Kristen Chenoweth people who would, like, play the same vocal parts? Are they both the same um, one? That's a very good question. I don't think so. Um, also, the kind of funny bit of this for me personally is a lot of times typically Sally Bowles is cast as not a traditionally good singer um because the kind of I mean if you watched Cabaret and you saw this like amazing incredible singer you'd be like why is she playing these terrible terrible clubs 
you know, suspension of disbelief, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you could say that they have a similar, like, belt. You could say that. But I would, in no uncircumstances, like, no circumstances consider Kristen Chenoweth's voice type as a belt. She can belt. Right. But I think her upper register is more defining of her vocal quality, whereas Leah Michelle is, like, a belter. Like, that is... Like, Leah Michelle and Kristen Chenoweth are rarely going for the same parts. Right. Yeah, they never would. Which is, like, why Leah Michelle would be considered for, like, was is always in talks to be Elphaba and not Glinda in the Glinda, yeah. Exactly. All girls are either Elphaba or they're Glinda. There's nothing in between except me, who's a Nessa Rose. But you know what? Neither here nor there. But Nessa Rose always understudies one of the two. I know for a fact I'm also a Nessa Rose, and that's probably why we're all friends. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I'm a Bach, so... Ian, you are Listen, a Bach, and I'm glad you can say that. I love it. I mean... We, we're self-aware. Um, that we're my 2021. Question, my second question is, so, if you had to pick, who's singing it better? Kristen Chenoweth. Don't, Ian, sure. don't play me like this. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I mean, you know I would never. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. I think if you're taking the song at face value and not, like, if you're taking the song to show off vocal prowess, mm-hmm. they let Kristen do more. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Including her last note. Which, I, I, honestly. I was like, oh, yeah, that's Kristen Chenoweth. Signature. Signature Kristen Chen with high note. I think it has to, I genuinely think it's on her contract. This is just me being a psychotic. I think that when she <laughs> has a contract for stuff, because if you watch, if you watch enough of her content like I do, even like her TikTok videos of her like in her kitchen, which are truly amazing. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, oh, yeah. It's just what she does all the time. It's just like, that's just what she does. So I think that even it's if they tell her do. not to do it, she's going to do it anyway. Big ol' side note, I just watched the um, little, like, um, popular Kamala <laughs> Harris video that she did for TikTok. What a goddamn delight that is. I know. She has a really good wig on. I was really happy for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never change. Um, never change. So, yeah, they sing Maybe This Time It's a Delight. It's great. It's great. And then it cuts to Kurt silently dabbing Crying. away tears, which is the most on-brand thing I've ever seen. Just me. <laughs> I did. I saw. I literally wrote in my notes, Kurt's tear equals me. Yeah. (laughs) Kurt is like, I have a sense deep in my soul that this is someone I need to worship. Mm -hmm. Side note, are they in full costume for this cabaret rehearsal? No, that's just what Kurt wears. No, 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 for cabaret. (laughs) Cabaret. Never mind. Um, I don't know. Like, it looked like they were half in costume. Oh, the band was kind of of in costume. Like, kind of doing that half phony, like play sinking along and i'm like is are they doing the thing where they're like not in dress rehearsal it's like really like day three but like everybody's in costume oh like to get the sense of it to get, yeah to i don't know i don't know maybe don't the know costume for the band was just ready to go they had them they pulled maybe them the from stock no alterations needed i mean back to the question about funding which is kind of evergreen <laughs> did they just have the clothes in their closet and they were like oh we can do cabaret because everybody has underwear Honestly, for a, a school in Lima, Ohio, no offense, Ohio, but probably. Yeah. They looked through yeah. their stock and said, this is what we have a lot of. Let's get the rights is, for cabaret. Is cabaret a high school show, typically? No. Having, it shouldn't be, but I, seen cabaret. I've seen it. I, there were a few high schools in my, um, in my area where I grew up that did it. 
like over the course of my high school career. I think wow. even like two did it at once one year. How do you how do you do cabaret when you're in high school? I mean, you either go to one of the cool schools that let you say shit and F and all that stuff, or you go to a school where they change the whole plot of Rent because it's inappropriate. Like, Is it it's, Cabaret right. Junior? I mean, <laughs> honestly, I did, yeah. I did Into the Woods Junior in high school. Not oh as my like God, a, so did I. So not as like a main stage production, but we did it in class, and it was so much fun because it's only the first act. Yes. Yeah. It's a fairy tale. It was great. I played the witch. Anyway, um, Ooh. um let's go back to Kristen Chenoweth. Let's see. Who yeah. is now who is now in Spanish class with Will Schuster. Uh, I, I forget what the context was, but she has the line, I huffed a lot of upholstery cleaner in the nineties, <laughs> which is bonkers. And I loved it. I and she's drinking um uh like a thermos at her desk. Yes. And she says yep. Because uh, the whole thing is, the, the gag is that they're trying to figure out if it's por or para for, uh, para, I can't roll my R's, whatever, for Spanish. And she gets it wrong, so she's like, I'm just going to pour myself another Crantini. And I was like, oh. And, goes, and then she says, like, uh, yeah, I was just kidding. It's hot chocolate in the summer in school. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, Will is like I oh. think the kids are uncomfortable because you, a grown woman, um, are in the high school Glee club. <laughs> Who could have seen this and coming? Then, Will, I brought you into Glee club, but I do think your presence is making them uncomfortable. Like fuck you, Will! Come on. And then it's the and then April he's like bonding montage. Yeah, cause cause he's like you gotta like get on their good side, like try bonding with them. So first we start by she gives Kurt alcohol. <laughs> she gets Kurt drunk on Shibley. Shaboy! <laughs> Kristen Chenoweth's choice, critical choice is Shibley. And Shibley. then, and then she teaches Tina and Mercedes Wait, how to smuggle things between their legs. Uh, before the shoplifting, not only does she give Kurt Shibley, she gives him a collection of vintage muscle magazines. Oh my god! And I he isn't about like that. out yet, right? So does she no. like? She just, I she mean, brings she him out of the closet. She knows, but I think so, it's it's April. April who brings Kurt out of the closet. I think it's also Kristen Chenoweth who brings Kurt out of the closet. Fair. Right. Valid. And then, yes. But also then, like, Shoplifting. but then, like, he goes up to Will with these magazines, like, in hand, clearly visible, and is like, I like her, we're keeping her. He says, I worship her, which is, we've all heard someone, yep. we've all heard someone say that about Kristen Chenoweth, so... And she's on the lawn right now. (laughs) (laughs) What a get that would be. Never change. Oh, man. If we had Kristen Chenoweth on the show, we could end it right there. That would Um, be it. Five episodes in and we end. Hell yeah. um, But then we get to, um, she teaches Mercedes and and Tina how to (laughs) smuggle things. And Jenna Ushkowitz, who I love. Um teaches them how to smuggle things out between their legs, which is bonkers. I once um, smuggled a kid's birthday cake out of a party with the candle still candle lit. The candle still lit. <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed. Uh, this is also wild. This is <laughs> this is the most bizarre montage I've ever seen in my life. I yeah. And then they then they, then it cuts to them like in like blinged out with like new t-shirts and i'm like are we insinuating that they smuggled t-shirts out of a store 
Did they shoplift? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. They've just been shoplifting, and that's why they like her. Yeah. It's just crimes. It's actually... all. Everything April does to Bond is just crime. (gasps) It's just a crime. And the worst of all... She walks out of the locker room showers with the boys. It's one thing to fuck underage boys. It's another thing to do it in their high school locker room. I I mean, I guess, like, that was the least surprising to me, just because, like, A, it's, like, trope B, and B, like, if Puck is involved in Puck's whole thing is that he sleeps with older women, like, yeah, that was, like, the one note on this scene for me that wasn't in all caps, because I'm like, yeah, that, I I guess that's Yeah, but then it, like, flips to them, like, her walking down the hallway with Mike Chain, Mike Chang and the other guy whose name is Matt, by the way. They never will tell you that his name is Matt Rutherford, but it is the black hmm, guy. Fine. Um, he doesn't get lines because racism. Um, and Puck, and it's they're all like laughing and giggling together in this weird. I like in a way that sort of implies that she did something with all of them. Um, oof. Yikes! Big oof. Yikes! Watching this yeah. as oof. an adult is like horrifying because this. You said this episode came out in 2009, right? Yep. Yep. So I was a... Karina, you and I were both seniors in high school at the time. Watching this as a high schooler, it's like, oh, haha, that's funny. But now as an adult, it's like, oh, oh my God. Like, I I am Mm -hmm. terrified for children. (laughs) The children deserved better. They did. Yeah. But then we cut to rehearsal, cabaret rehearsal. And Sandy is clearly just a dick director... And apparently wants to be the star and like... <laughs> this part made me laugh so much where Rachel's like, I know you're just trying to get me to quit so you can replace me. And I'm like, she says it with such a straight face that I'm like, hello? When did we all think <laughs> this was the plan? Why are you so... Ugh. Yeah, also like, the whole thing was to keep Rachel away from Glee Club, so Sandy's really fucking up that plan by just bullying right? her. Right. It's like this is the exact opposite of like how you get your star to not run away from mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And then we have, um, like, I guess Finn is quote helping Rachel with lines for the <laughs> play, not a play. And it opens on I'm sleeping with him. So am I, which is not in the show. I was gonna say I was like I was like Ian. I don't remember that line. Okay. I don't remember that line. I know you and I did. You and I did a lot of zoning out during that rehearsal process, but that was not in the script. Okay, not a good time for me because it did make me, me laugh for Finn to go. This play is weird. Because um, <laughs> he's right. Yep. As someone who fully oh, watched Cabaret at least once, I would have believed that line was in there. But I had. To, I thought about it for a second, but then I was like, "Who would have said that?" To, I mean, like, I it's neither here nor there, but. They try to use it as, like, a fun, like, welcome back to this episode of Glee from commercials. Here's a shocking line. And then, like, and then, so, like, his, then he's like, you need to, like, take your mind off of things. Let's go bowling. He goes, do you know what we should do? And Rachel goes, elope. (laughs) 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 Made me laugh out loud, so I wrote it down. And then they suggest the most Ohio thing in the world, which is let's go bowling. Guys, I miss bowling. I also do. <laughs> I kill to go bowling right now. Oh man, I I love bowling. To go to Applebee's and to go bowling, it sounds like the mm. Oh man, dream day. Uh, add that to the add that to like the Wikipedia list of things that we would love to be doing right now. Yeah, love it. Um, but then Kristen Chenoweth comes in because now it's rehearsal time, and then like they have this bitter like 
catfight kind of thing, like this verbal catfight where it's like, she's ancient, and Chris and Chen was like, talent doesn't age, sweetheart, and I was like, there you go. Ma'am. Um, Ma'am. <laughs> and Will's like, we're all really excited to see the play, and my note is, is he fucking with her? Oh, Will is so catty. Is he being Minnesota nice? He's being a catty yeah. bitch. We're so excited to see you in the play. We'll be in the front row. Like, oh my god, you bitch. Yeah. That is, yeah. yeah. Mm-mm. I wrote in my notes, who hasn't sobbed in a bathroom after getting yelled at at rehearsal? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yep. very true. Um, yep. But yeah, it is It is creepy to see how quickly April gets power trippy about being in the in the Glee Club. With the children. Where, yeah, with children. I don't know. It just kind of creeped me out. I was Ugh. like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Chris and and like, did not age well. Hearing her sing, like, they're doing warm-ups with with her and Finn, and I'm like, ah, this is an adult and a child singing yep. a duet. This is work, a classically yeah. trained professional. In some cases, but not in this one. Um, mm-hmm. And then we start to see the consequences of her actions, because we cut to drunk Kurt in the hallway, who looks like an overworked businessman. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I love this scene. Me I too. fucking love this scene. Oh, Bambi. Kurt calls Emma Bambi so and vomits. <laughs> vomits on her feet, which is, of course, the worst thing that could happen to Emma in the entire... It's the worst thing that could happen to any of us, I think. I would also... Mm-hmm. Of course, but Emma goes straight to the hospital, gets four decontamination <laughs> showers, and then goes up to Will and is like, why is he drunk? He can't get a fake ID. He looks like an 11-year-old milkmaid, and I had to <laughs> pause it because I was dying oh she's right <laughs> yeah i laughed really hard at that he looks like an 11 year old milkmaid he does oh chris colfer your little baby face wonderful yeah and maybe that's why he wore the suit to try to look older yeah yeah like they'll never know i'm drunk if i wear this bow tie and suit jacket uh yeah and emma just has to like remind will like hey did you forget that you're a teacher and this is about teaching and children and <laughs> not about uh, April Rhodes being a star. She is once again the voice of reason. Yeah. Emma Pillsbury. Like, again, like, one of the only people in this universe that's just, like, genuinely really good at what she does. Plus, she says that April's bag always sounds like empties. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh, and then my note right after that is, is Will a conniving prick? Yes. Again? Yeah. I mean, we all yes. know him. He's shitty. Yeah. And then we're in the bathroom. Um... Rachel and April have their standoff. First of all, April's like, I'm gonna have sex with more high school boys. And everyone's like, oh no, let's Mm-mm. not. And then, yeah. also she's like, do you have any NyQuil I could use to pick me up? I love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> that was great. And I'm like, you wanna, you wanna like, how do we explain this character? I know. She'll ask for NyQuil as a pick-me-up, and now I know everything I need to know about April Rose. That's it. Um, Chris, so, and also, like, she says, like, she's not afraid of Rachel Berry. She's back and is the biggest star again. Yeah. Like, she gets an uncomfortable that's... power trip here. Yeah. But it's also, like, that's kind of, that's kind of sad, Oh, I it's think. so sad. But mm. it's, like, mm-hmm. this is one of those things where, you're like, if you see Glee as a sad show masking as a happy show, this, like, works that someone could be finding joy in this. But if Glee doesn't always do a good job of presenting itself in that sort of nuanced way of, like, it's a show about sad people trying not to be sad. Like, that's really what Will is. Right. But- mm-hmm. And, like, also, like, I also have a note here that just says, 
all caps, but shut up about being a star and in the spotlight because I got really tired of that. People are always talking Barry. about star being a star, and I'm like, it was ma'am, ugh. it's Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Very um, true. One of these days, Karina, we're going to have merch, and that's going to be on a T-shirt. Ma'am, it's Ohio. They also said it's Ohio. This is Ohio. They also said the phrase "the Broadway" more than one time in this episode. The Broadway, which I appreciated. She's gonna make it to the Broadway. That's the yes, formal. She hitchhiked earlier. We found out she hitchhiked to the Broadway, but she only made it to Cleveland, which is like which Broadway. is not far. <laughs> no, it's not. She made it like fifteen <laughs> That's miles. Maybe, maybe like maybe an hour, maybe two hours. Hitchhiking's hard, you guys. My note, <laughs> next note is just bowling. It's for teens. <laughs> <laughs> also. Rachel being ready for 2020 world where she's like, do you want me to put my fingers in this hole? There might be diseases in there. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe don't touch the bowling ball. She knows. Excellent point, Rachel. Are we ever going to be able to bowl again, guys? I uh, I oh. hope so. Yeah, bowling hits Ugh. different in a post-COVID world. <laughs> it too. <sighs> I, I just, my note under this is everyone here is dumb. Why does Will trust her now? Because I guess like... They have this talk, and Will's like, you're a bad influence, you need to turn it around. I know I told you to, like, get on their good side, but now you have to, like, stop being such a bad influence. And April's flat out like, okay, and he's like, sounds great. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. that's not an ironclad agreement. She also says she's on horse tranquilizers and can't feel her lips, so... <laughs> Can I give you guys a quick sidebar about horse tranquilizers? Of course! Please. Okay, so, when I was in high school um everybody has this high school story but this is mine um when i was in health class um we had to do a presentation on a drug and of course my partner was my dear friend kristen schaefer um also a fan of all things musical theater and shout out a shout out to kristen schaefer and we were assigned ketamine which is horse tranquilizer (laughs) and i remember as a I don't know, freshman in high school, thinking, why in the world would anyone want to take ketamine? And now I'm an adult who knows people, not myself, but knows people who has taken ketamine, and I'm like, oh. Um, but at the time, it just seemed so foreign to me. Um, but, <laughs> Ian is sure that but, you know someone who's done ketamine. Don't worry about it. It wasn't me. It's not anybody you know. Um, anyway, so we took uh, our shot, we shot our shot with this, and we rewrote the words to fame from the musical Fame to drugs, and it was drugs, you won't live forever. Oh my god, you were that girl. I was. You, you outgenicated yourself. You were 100% and, and, that bitch. And then I, I don't remember all the rest of it, but I do remember like, um, what is it? I, I, but it, there's a part in the song where um, they're like, remember your name, whatever. But it was just ketamine, ketamine, ketamine. Because we didn't know oh like what God. else to say about ketamine uh, in the song. But I got an A. Uh, that answers my next question. <laughs> of course I got an A. My teacher was living for it. Like me and Kristen were giving everything we had in this performance. And my health class hated it. Oh man! Oh, that's the it's most fine. beautiful ketamine story I've ever heard. <laughs> but now, but now, when she mentioned it, I I remembered what ketamine was from my health high school high school health project. Wow, um, ketamine, beautiful. Also, Will makes the same joke that of all the roads I never took, and her name is Rose. Oh, d- 
die. Um, oh no. At least he didn't like wink. Ugh. But it turns out Will's greatest dream was just to sing with her. And what and luck, it's karaoke it night, except it's not because karaoke's on Wednesday, April. Shut your gravy hole, Barry. Justin <laughs> 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 gonna sing. <laughs> and they sing, um, uh, it's called Alone. I don't know who normally sings it, I'll be honest. Not There's a lot of auto-tune on this song. Yeah. I always forget I don't think, about like, this duet. I'll be honest. Kristen Chenoweth does not need a whole lot. She does not need that much auto-tune. And Kristen Chenoweth is excellent in this song. And, like, Matthew Morrison can leave. He didn't add anything to this. This was not. Yeah. This was like, ooh, we have Kristen Chenoweth. We should get her another song. But we she can't just sing a- alone at the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll make it a duet with Matthew yeah. Morrison. It's, like, 80% her. Not the best duet that they will sing. Uh, foreshadowing. But it's <gasps> fine. We'll get there one day. In a the best is yet to come. Um, it's fine. I, I it was a bop. It was a bop. I thought I said it's yeah. so a bop. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember it now, even though I've I watched it literally last night, and I can't remember. All I can think of is when I get you alone, which is a different song. Mm. So that's not a great song. I can't. It's not in the brain space at yeah. all. Yeah. It's fine. But um. Rachel Berry and Finn are still bowling. Um, he's trying to convince her that not everyone... It's not that everyone misses your talent. No, they miss you. Mm-hmm. And in parentheses, I have, no, they don't. No, they don't. Not at all. Um, so then mm-hmm. she, like, bowls, and she does, like, the shitty bowling thing that she tried before, but this time she gets a strike, and then she kisses Finn. Yeah, and he yeah. doesn't stop her, which is, mm-hmm. like... yeah. You could chalk it up to, like, Finn's confused feelings, but also it just feels like more manipulation on his part, and I still hate it. I, I wrote in all caps, Finn, what are you doing? Finn, no. Yeah. Uh, Finn's a shitty, shitty high school boy, and it shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so is Puck, because then we cut right back to Glee Club rehearsal, and Puck is, like, flat out just like, Quinn's pregnant, guys. And he makes the choice when they're like, well, who's the father? He does make the choice to put it on Finn. Like, mm-hmm. he could right. blow up the whole spot right then, and he chooses not to, which is probably for everyone's sake. Like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Right. Rachel finds out, the minute she walks back into Glee Club, she finds out that Quinn is pregnant. Like, the second she walks into Glee Club. And then she goes and fucking slaps Finn. Like, a full <gasps> yeah. face slap. That shook in me. In the middle of the hallway. Right? In the hallway, I of course. did not like that. I really did not like that. I mean, I understand that she was obviously upset, but watching that with the lens of 2021, to see, like, Ooh. just somebody slap someone and then no recourse. Yeah. Like, he didn't yeah. even say anything about it. And again, it's another very sensitive conversation that they're having in the middle of the crowded hallway. Yes. And, and like... I don't know about you guys, but I was not, I did not care about anybody in this conversation. I was not rooting for either one no. of them. I didn't think either one of them was the no. good guy because Rachel kissed Finn. Finn is leading her on. Like, I get that Finn has a lot of shit and he has a lot writing, but like, he's being a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I, like you're not, and again, you're not going to get a scholarship because of her talent. Yeah. Everyone sucked yeah. here. Um, Rachel sucked because she did kiss Finn and she's being weird. Finn sucks because he was manipulating Rachel and even if he's like, I like both two people at once he was still like, you've chosen your your line here. You're on the hook with the baby and that's what you made the choice that you can't act on your right. feelings. Um, everyone sucked 
And also, if I saw someone get slapped in the middle of my high school hallway, I would definitely stop and listen to their conversation. So, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then we get our first, and I think only Sue Sylvester only. sighting. Which has yeah. an excellent gag, like another thing that generally made me laugh, which is she's walking down the hallway tearing down Glee posters, and she sees Rachel, and she pretends to be putting one back on the wall. <laughs> it had, like, it had a Grinch energy to me, so, you know. <laughs> Why couldn't Jane Lynch have Not been the Grinch. Grinch in 2020? She would have been incredible. It would have been iconic. Oh. And then oh, she was yes. like, Rachel's like, no, I'm going back to the play. Whatever, I don't care. Yeah. I'm still I'm um, still mad. Oh, and she gets given full then, artistic control, which is not something you're allowed right. to give to a high schooler. Right. Like she like she gives Leah Michelle everything she could possibly want, but it's Ugh. not enough. No, so I think what we're supposed to take away is Rachel's given full artistic control and she looks happy and then the camera zooms in and she gets that like mournful look on her face of like she's learning mm-hmm. a lesson. Right. And I guess the lesson she's supposed to be learning is stardom isn't as important as friendship which is maybe a lesson but uh spoiler alert that is not a lesson that sticks no <laughs> there's still a lot of seasons of glee to go and i can tell you right now rachel berry does not learn that lesson Mm-mm. um yeah i mean like to their credit like they hit the ground running with this fucking show i forget that we're only five episodes episode into five. the series and we yeah. already have kristen chenoweth I had written down, because then it's a performance, and I was like, what is this performance yeah. for? This is Invitationals. I found out yes. the next episode, so I wrote a note from that one, that what they're performing now is Invitationals, which will bring them to sectionals, which will bring them to regionals. Regionals. Which will bring okay. them to nationals. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, not a competition, just them showing off. I don't know. I don't understand how the show choir works. I don't know. But, it's, but April's drunk, of course. All, she almost ran over Emma, which is a wild, <laughs> hilarious little bit. She, she like, um, honked someone's nose. I think it's Kurt. 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 Uh, right, go- after calling, <laughs> right after calling Artie Roller Boy, which is not and okay. And making out with Puck oh, in no. the room. It's all bad. Yep. Yeah. Like, making out with him in front of everybody. That's bad. Everything about this, awful. <laughs> but, thank God, it leads into... Ugh. Ian. Ian, it's fire. Ian, the number is fire. It's iconic. Flames. It's iconic. Flames. Truly it was fucking awesome. I, I, I can't. Ugh. It's so good. I've watched oh, man. it so many times because I am a Kristen Chenoweth stan. Mm-hmm. And so obviously, like, fully aware of how incredible she is. But, like, what a shitty arrangement for everyone else. <laughs> it's so bad. And all they do like, is just kind of, like, cowboy around. And they do it And well. then they just, like, vi- it's bad. They're, but like, animatronics in the background for Kristen Chenoweth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But two things. One, Santana looks amazing as a cowboy. Oh, my God, she does. So does, she does. She does. So does um, Quinn. Quinn looks super cute with, like, her yes. whole hair down. I was like, oh, look at you. All the yeah. girls looked great as cowboys. Um, the boys didn't. <laughs> True facts. The boys look like cowboys. And I my note, my next note is, all caps, I love this, so does the crowd, fire. Yeah. Subnote, except Leah Michelle, who's just... Sad. Sad and glowering. I mean, she, what, was she supposed to... She wouldn't have sang that part. Yes, that's the implication, is that anything April sang would have been hers. Which, no, they wouldn't have done right. that song. But it, that would have been... If Rachel Berry had sang that number, it would have been so bad. It would have been terrible. <laughs> it would have been so bad. It would have been so bad. 
I love this song so much that I listened to it driving to work today. I texted you guys a picture of that. Good. Um, I will it's also so say good. that the show clip doesn't do the song justice. Like, the song has a better mm-hmm. narrative if you hear Like, they cut it short for this. Um, right. This is a great song. It really just... The older I get, the more I'm like, maybe I do like some country music. And this is one of them. It's like this. Sure. I mean, I'll give you that. Carrie Underwood is Carrie excellent. Carrie Underwood is great. This song slaps. I, I love it every single time I listen to it. I just, everyone should go and listen to Kristen Chenoweth sing Last Name from Glee. It's my endorsement. It's yeah. so good. And then it's like emotional time and I'm just sad. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I thought this was really well done. Like... Kristen Chenoweth, like, sort of coming to terms with, like, I need to find a new dream. I need to shape up. See, I'm going to disagree with you that it wasn't well done because she's, like, first of all, she says baby had to tinkle, which is a weird thing for a grown woman to say. Um, (laughs) And then she's, like, and then she's, like, come on, Will, act two. She's, like, raring to go. And then he just goes, April, we need to talk. And she's, like, you're right. I should give up on this. Never mind. Like, her about face was, like, that. Like, a second. Yeah. You know, I concede. I I think I just I think I just really love Kristen Chenoweth as an actor who like yeah. I think maybe just handled that Her like as an actor was, yeah. very well. It just didn't have any context around it. That's I think that's all I'm thinking of because that is clearly what stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the writer. She's still wrote gonna it, find a new. And then they were like, "Fuck, yeah. where do we put her? We got to get her out of here. We got to get her out. Where how? do we put this real like- good speech?" I, it's funny because I, I like the way that you said, like, Glee is a show about sad people pretending to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I feel yeah. like they really missed an opportunity here. And granted, it's Ryan Murphy. So, you know, whatever. I mean, why couldn't they have just been like, Ra- uh, not Rachel, um, April, you need some help. You should probably go to rehab. Not Ra- or April, just go be a star in Branson, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And that will make your life better than... Maybe stop taking as many horse tranquilizers. Right. She needs some serious help, and Will's like, no, just please leave my Glee Club. Yeah. <laughs> Will's like, Will's like, hey, you, good luck out there. He's looking at you, kid. We sang our song. And then she walks away um, underscored by maybe this time, which I thought was actually really great. That was a great. cute. Like, mm-hmm. it had, the moment was there, it just lacked all context. And then it comes back, and they're like, well, we can't perform now without, um... Without April. And having seen their performance, I'm like, no one else could could do that? It's right. A, it's a group number. Will's also like, like, I'm sorry. Like, I did that for me. I didn't do that for you guys. And I don't know why I cackled at the line, but we need her for the second act. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. This was traumatic and I made a really bad choice. However, if she doesn't sing, it's over for everyone. Right. Yeah. Will's shitty. Like, we don't mm-hmm. know when yeah. Will's shitty, but he's shitty. And then Rachel comes crawling back. I just wrote blah, 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 friendship. <laughs> yeah. Which is how I feel about this scene, but only because, like, I feel like we have this scene every other episode at this point. Mm-hmm. But then they end with somebody to Another love. Another really good number. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got chills in this one. I'm, I'm a grown-ass man not afraid to admit, like, this was an excellent arrangement. Santana still looks amazing. Um, Finn still looks incredibly awkward. My mm-hmm. hot take is that this is a better Don't Stop Believing. I agree. Yeah. I 100% agree. You know why? Because they feature Mercedes more. Yep. Because it's... 100%. Yeah, it's just a good number. Um, it's got some Artie in it, too, and I always love a little Kevin McHale. Yeah. I love his voice. I, I thought really we got do. a little bit of justice for Artie yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then my last note of this is just, yes, Mercedes, yes. Yes. Yep. So, so good. Yes. I, I said, why doesn't Mercedes take the lead more often? But we discussed this earlier Racism. of why. Racism. Um, um, but truly, yeah, she shined. I mean, that was the thing, too. That's what bothers me so much of them being like, we can't do this without April. We can't do this without April. I'm like, just put Mercedes on a little bit more and you'll win. Yeah. But. And, like, even Tina. Like, we did, oh, we yeah. already discussed how, like, how incredible a singer Tina is and, like, mm-hmm. how well she does, like, despite her stutter when she's performing and when she's confident. Like, mm-hmm. she they, absolutely could pull that stuff plus off. Plus, they haven't given Santana a chance to sing, but Naya Rivera has a powerhouse of oh, a voice, too. Amazing. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. basically oh, what yeah. they're saying, we're saying is they had options. <laughs> And they maybe they had didn't need they had Rachel options. or April to perform yeah. Someone to Love by Queen. But, yeah. okay, that's it. It just full-on ends on a performance, which I love when that happens. Um, mm-hmm. It was great. And it really, the second half of this episode is tight, like, mm-hmm. musically. Yes. Which does bring mm-hmm. me to my, I think this episode, very difficult question. My friends, let's say you were to go and spend 99 cents to buy one of these songs <laughs> off iTunes... And put it on your iPod. Which of these songs are you purchasing? Last name. No, I would pay a dollar twenty nine for it. Uh-huh. I would pay like the Ooh. extra iTunes price for last name. I probably did. That's the thing. I did buy these songs on iTunes. I know iTunes. for a fact last name is on my iPod. <laughs> I know for a fact. I truly, I truly have purchased all of these songs at least from seasons like one through three. Easy um, last name. I also have to say last name, but it's a real hard... Like, I feel guilty not getting somebody to love because I also mm-hmm. really love that song, but I can't. Last name kills me. So what I'll do in that case is I will pick somebody to love and we can all listen Great. to these songs we'll plug, together we'll share our, in our own little dorm room party. We'll hook it Perfect. up to the iHome and drink some smooth oh. off ice. And oh, I still have my iHome. Oh, yeah. oh, my heart. That made me so happy to think about... Going uh, back to, uh, yeah. <laughs> to college yeah, for one more night. I can more say for night. a fact that in Jenna and I's freshman college room, dorm room, that last name played more than once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then remember we it. rewatched all of season one senior year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, those were the good times. Those were the days. Um, those were the yeah, days. Yeah, that's it. That wraps up season one, episode five, The Road's Not Taken. Excellent episode. Um. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about Glee or Glee Aggressive or this episode, uh, please, please tweet them at us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Glee Aggressive. You can also contact us in long form at gleeaggressive at gmail.com for tips and tricks and things to watch out for for Glee. Yeah. Um, Jenna, if people want to find you on the social media, how can they do so? Well, you know, they can find me on Instagram um, at Jenna Kate Karn, uh, Karn with a K. It's my maiden name. Um, kind of on hiatus from performing right now for obvious reasons. But if you want to see cute pictures of my dog child, Rosie, um, she's on there a lot. Um, but eventually, someday, I'll perform with my team first beat again, and it'll be glorious and um support save our stages because it's important for these places to be open when we can come back so look that yeah. up i had not realized that your instagram handle was still your maiden name until just now my my married name is so long 
Ian, where can they find you? You can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram and at BrodskyIan on Facebook. Um, IanJBrodsky.com. I'm going to be, I think by the time this comes out, I'll have some updates. Um, yeah. And where can people find you, Karina? Well, Ian, since you asked, um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Epic Adventure of uh, to be up to date with anything I'm doing. You can probably find it there. Spoiler alert, it's not much, um, but sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes things happen. Um, Amazing. And that's that's it. Don't find me anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even try. Don't try. Um, but thank you again, uh, Jenna, for joining us. Your expertise was unmatched. And Lovely to be here. I know we're I know we're going to have you yes. back for um, the subsequent Chris and Chenoweth episodes. But April Rhodes will return. You are welcome back anytime you want. So, As April returns, so do I. <laughs> um, but everyone can join us next week to watch episode one point six. You'll be watching and talking about episode Vitamin D next time. Mm. Um, which means, Ian, does episode five make you want to watch episode six? Yeah, sure. That's like our third sure, so we're calling it. <laughs> <laughs>